Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This afternoon, we have a special guest, Evangelist Deborah C. Day from South Africa. Okay, you're on the you're on the uh, air. Thank you, man of God. God bless you. I love to welcome everyone in tonight's talk show, locally and globally, especially Mr. Emmanuel Babin, a man who opened a door for me in his ministry, a founder and the president of the grassroots community activist movement in, from America. We are giving the opportunity to be on this talk show in this podcast. Mr. Babin, may God bless you apparently and above all, so you continue to change the life of those people. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Yes, my introduction goes like this. I'm a woman of God who's born again, God-fearing, married, and an evangelist in the kingdom of God. I preach Jesus and Jesus alone. And I'm raised for time as this, for deliverance, healing, and the prophetic ministry. I'm submitting under my spiritual father, Bishop Kona H. Tansa, here in Rustenburg, South Africa, who is the overseer of the Greater Glory House Ministries. And another thing that I've started is the movement is called Women in Motion. This is the movement that is established for bruised, broken, and hurt women. And another movement is the World Changer. This movement is to bring changes in different types of races around the globe with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can just search for all my groups in my Facebook page. You like, you comment, and you share. God will definitely bless you. Hallelujah. And tonight I'm going to share about this message that God has put in my heart. The message of tonight is the unconditional love of God. In this world, there are types of love amongst the people, and those types of love are conditional. People's love can change, but God's love is unconditional. We call it the agape love of God. Without any waste of time, let's go straight to the reading of the word of God in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26. And another scripture is John chapter 3, verse 16. Let's start with Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. It reads us. Then God said, let us make a man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on earth. Verse 37, so God created man his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 38, then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on John 3, verse 16, it reads us, verse 16 of John chapter 3, For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's just pray for the word of God. Father, we bless your word. We thank you that your word, according to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, is powerful and is sharper than the double edges. So may your word tonight penetrate into the hearts of your people and bring a turn around in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless your word in Jesus' name. Amen. As you have just read our scriptures in the book of Genesis and the book of John, chapter 3, verse 16, it shows us that when God was in heaven with his angels, he was thinking about mankind. Let's refer to Genesis 1, verse God said, let us, let us make a man in our image, after our likeness, who will represent me and reign on earth. God created a male and a female, and he gave them the name and Adam and put them in the garden of Eden and blessed them. When we combine these two scriptures, John 3 16, for God loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. As you can see, these scriptures, they show us how much God care about his creation. Be me and you, we are created because God loved our existence. As you can see, he created Adam and Eve with a purpose of representing him on earth. So they take rulership and dominion here on earth as gods, with a small g of course. We are gods, remember? God gave us the world and the sons of men and to rule on earth as small gods. We are gods because in his own image, he created us, meaning his characteristics, being a spiritual being with the love and authority and dominion to reign on earth. Because God gave us this world to reign as God is in heaven. God then blessed us. When God blesses us, he shows us how much he wants us to see us prosper on this earth. He has put us all. In the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis chapter 3, after the serpent deceived Adam and Eve, they ran short of the throne of God. But even though they disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden, God didn't leave them alone. Hallelujah. He decided to restore back his glory upon mankind because God loved his creation, no matter their sins. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then God brought Jesus Christ into the picture to bring back his people to him because he loved the world, us, so much. Meaning you and me, because God loved us. God didn't look at the sin of Adam and Eve. God looks at his creation, how beautiful his creation is. So God sent Jesus Christ as a toning sacrifice to save us from our sin. Remember, we are born again. It's not because of our own strength or our own intelligence. It's called by the grace of God, the grace that comes from love. If God was not graceful unto us, if God didn't love us, God wouldn't bring Jesus Christ to restore his glory. This means and it shows us that God, because of his love, 
He wants to restore, bring His glory upon mankind by bringing His Son as a sacrifice. You can just imagine the pain that God was going through by sacrificing His only Son. Remember, me and you, as people on earth, is too hard and it's too painful to sacrifice your own child. But God sacrificed His own Son. The Word of God says, His only begotten Son. He made Him a sacrifice for me and you on earth to be saved. So Jesus went through agony, through pain, because of the love he has for us. I remember when he was on the, on the mountain of Gethsemane, when he was praying with disciples. He prayed. When he came back to the disciples, he found them asleep. He asked them, can't you wait just a little longer? Because the Son of Man is about to be handed. He's about to be betrayed. When Jesus was praying through the agony that he was going through, for me and you, his sweat became like blood. And he uttered this word to his in heaven. That if it was my will, I will allow this word to pass me by. But because it's the will of God, let the will of God be done. This happened because of the will of God. The pain, the agony, the humiliation, the embarrassment, the hurt that he was going through for me and you. Right now, because of this much love for us, according to the book of Romans chapter 31, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, still pleading for us. Even as we sin against God, Jesus is pleading for us. Why is he pleading for us? Because he went through a lot for us. And his sacrifice cannot be in vain. His sacrifice is worth it. It wasn't easy for Jesus, but it was worth it for him to go through what he went through. Child of God, hallelujah, God praise, be praised, be glorified. This shows us how much God loved us. So we must love God back because he has shown us how to love. You can ask yourself a question as a child of God. How can we love God back? By loving one another. In laying our lives for one another as Christ has laid his life for us. How can you lay your life for your neighbor or your fellow brother? Remember, if we love one another, God lives in us. Because God is love. And God gave us the foundation to love one another because he loved us first. According to the book of John chapter 3 verse 16. How can you love your neighbor? By showing hospitality. What do you mean, child of God, by saying, by showing hospitality? Seeing that your fellow brother has a need, you open your hands to help. Another thing, when you see that your brother is hungry, you don't deny him food. The third thing, when your brother is naked, then you clothe him, because according to the word of God, in First John three verse eighteen, we need not to love only by talking, but by action and truth, 
By doing that, God lives in us. And when God lives in us, our love must be unconditional. Again, as you go into the book of First Peter chapter 4, verse 8, it is saying, and above all things, love covers the multitude of sins. Remember that even when we sin against God, He doesn't count how much we sin against Him because His love for us is too much. In the book of the Psalm says that God is Lord to anger and is full of compassion. Just imagine when you read the book of, of, of the Psalm chapter 118, it says, Give thanks unto God for His good, His mercies, endurance forever. God's mercy does not end because we have seen. No, God's mercy is everlasting, no matter what kind of sin. We have died. This shows how much we are precious. We are unique before God. Hallelujah. May the name of the Lord be glorified. When Adam and Eve sinned against God in Genesis, God gave them another chance to redeem them from the curse of the law. As the scripture says in Galatians 3 verse 13 to 14, that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse on our behalf. Remember, we used to obey in the Old Testament the laws of Moses, but when God restored back the, man, the mankind to his glory, he sent his only begotten son. Oh, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, he became a curse. We are blessed. He became a curse for us to be blessed. We are blessed because God has put a seed of prosperity in our lives. We are blessed because God created us to be a blessing. Remember, when God created us in the beginning, He put a seed of prosperity. When He uttered His word in Genesis chapter 1, verse 20, God blessed them to multiply, to increase, to subdue, to reign and rule on earth. That is the seed of prosperity. That's the seed of multiplication. Hallelujah. That shows us how much God loves his people. The love of God that covers the multitude of our sins. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time. The Lord is good. And God is faithful. God is faithful. And again, when we read the word of God, in the book of Matthew chapter 11, verse 29, God says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Verse 29, it reads us, Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. When we talk about verse 28, when God said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, God is talking about the people that think that God or people has rejected them because of their sins. It simply says, Everyone who's struggling and suffering in this life. Those who are going through stresses and pressures of this life must run to God 
so that their yoke shall be broken because of the name of Jesus Christ upon their lives. Remember when you read the book of Proverbs chapter 18 verse 8, it is saying his name is the strong tower where the righteous run for help. As the child of God, when trouble comes, we run to God, to his name as a strong tower. That's a strong tower for protection. Because how about when you read the word of God in the book of Psalm 91, it says, He who dwelleth under the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord is my refuge, my fortress, the God in whom I trust. God is our protector. As we are going through thick and thin, as we are going through tribulation, trials of this life, we run unto God. So God is simply saying that those who are heavy laden, those who carry a lot of pressures upon their lives, Jesus says, come to me. I will give you rest. Cast your burdens unto me. I will give you rest. Those who are going through stresses must run to God. In Christ, there is a life in abundance, life without aim, and life with direction. Remember, the Bible says that Jesus is the only way, the life, and the truth. Even those who are not worthy to be made whole again, those who are not worthy to be cleansed, God says in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 17, Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins are red as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red as crimson, they shall be as wool. Here we talk about the murderers, the rapists, adulterers, the prostitutes, the abusers, those who think God has rejected them because of their sins, because of their transgressions and their abominable acts. God is still saying, My son died for you. I love you. No matter what, it shows how much God loves us. As you can remember the story of David, David killed Uriah and took his wife. And even after, after such an abominable act, because of humility and repentance from David, in Psalm 51, God called him the man after my own heart. In the book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 22. This shows us how faithful and merciful our God is. His word in number 19, God is not a man to come. When God speaks, he does what he says because of his love for his people. If we acknowledge our sins and mistakes and repent, God will definitely forgive us and heal our land. Because as you can see, in our land, around the globe, there are a lot of things that are happening. There are pains, there are challenges everywhere, economically, socially, financially. People are going through struggles. But as we come to Jesus, we shall be blessed. Remember, he became a king for us to be blessed. He became, a, he became poor for us to be rich. God is still saying tonight, come. My hands are open for all of you to give you another chance to live again. Because when the man is in Christ, he's a new creature. 
Old things are passed away. And new things are becoming new. It doesn't matter how dead is your sins. God loves you. And he says, come as you are. I like to elaborate this story with the story of Moses. When Moses was in Egypt, after being found by the Potiphar's daughter at the lake, she took care of him, of Moses. After Moses had grown up, Moses performed an abominable act by killing a Hebrew. Remember, Moses was a Hebrew. He killed another Hebrew and buried him. And he thought the people are not seeing it, but even is like this. God didn't look at the sin of Moses. God chose Moses to take all his people out of Egypt. He never looked at his Moses' status. God never looked at Moses' mistake. He chose Moses to lead his people in spite of what Moses had done. It shows how much God really adores us. It shows us how much God, when God wants to use a person, God doesn't look at our mistakes. Right now, I'm a woman of God. I'm an evangelist. I've got my own mistakes. I'm not perfect. Apostle Paul says we are striving for perfection, but we are not perfect. But even if it's like that, God doesn't look at your perfection. God looks into your heart. God was looking in the heart of Moses. So as the child of, as the people of God, if you want to see God in our lives, if you want to, to experience the love of God in our lives, we need to open our heart to Jesus. That is why tonight I've organized a prayer for those who are lost, for those who don't have a shepherd. Remember Jesus, he laid his life for us. Even tonight, Jesus is still saying, come as you are. So I've organized a prayer for everyone who wants to come back to God through Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you want this Jesus in your life, for him to bring changes in your situation, just pray this prayer after me. Just follow me in this prayer. And after this prayer, your life will never be the same. The miracle of God will happen in your life. Remember, salvation is the first miracle in our life. If we are not born again, we cannot see the goodness of God in this world. But if you want to be blessed, if you want to prosper, we need to receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And no man can contact with Jesus and remain the same. Your life will never be the same. Since I received Jesus, I'm just experiencing the peace of God in my life. Remember, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. If you want to experience the peace in your family, if you want to experience the peace in your community, if you want to experience the peace in your life, you need this Jesus. You need the Son of God our Messiah. Remember in the book of Hebrews, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And is the author and the finisher of our faith. Without Jesus, there is no life. Without Jesus, there is no direction. 
So we need this Jesus. You are saying that I need this Jesus. Pray after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. With my heart I believe, and with my mouth I confess that Jesus was raised from the dead on the third day. Jesus, forgive me and cleanse me by your blood. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. You are born again, child of God. Your life is in Jesus. This shows how much God loves us. By sending His only begotten Son. Just be in Jesus and experience the love of God. Child of God, I'm blessed and I hope you are blessed. Right now, I'm going to give back to Mr. Emmanuel Bobby to wrap up our show tonight. Mr. Emmanuel Bobby? I'm here. Well, welcome back. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you, woman of God, for coming on this show. We appreciate okay. we appreciate having you on here. And whenever you feel led about, Hallelujah! hallelujah. And whenever you feel like, feel like um, you feel led about coming back on this show, you're more more than welcome to do so. Amen. Anytime I'm available for you, man of God. Amen. Um, also, woman of God, I do want to uh, mention this to you, too. Um, I, I don't know if you did this yet. Um, you're welcome. I don't know if you did this yet, but you're welcome to join my Christian groups. Light of the World Inspirational Group. Have you joined that one yet? Yes, I joined the group. All right. Have you joined my other Christian group? It's called uh, Christian Spoken Word Network. Yes, I joined it. Oh, okay, so what I want to say to you is that in those group, you're more than welcome to uh, post your church events as well as you know your sermons. I'm also would like okay, also would like to encourage you to network with our brothers and sisters from around the globe in those um in in those groups because that's important. Because woman of God. My goal is to turn all of my Christian groups and my secular groups into a real business, and that's the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. That's part of it. And um, for my brothers and sisters, such as yourself, that live on the continent, Gurkai of Africa. Uh, I, I don't know if you joined that okay. one. I don't know if you joined that one. But in there, you know, you're welcome to... Um, post your church events and um, network with other brothers and sisters there because when I bring the diaspora to Africa, we're going to come to South Africa first. Okay. So we hopefully we get to meet you in person, you and other people that I network with in South Africa. Amen. Amen. So anyway, I uh, would like for my listeners to um, please mark your calendar for July 30th. We're having a virtual we having a virtual conference, so um, it will be from two to four American Central Time. So I like for you all that's listening to please uh, try to um, uh, participate in that. Um, yes, I will. Amen. Yes, 
And um, I'm, I'm encouraging all of my listeners again to uh, mark your calendars for July um, 30th. That's on a Saturday. And it's going to be on Facebook Live. But um, after, I, after I finish my, finish my presentation, then we're going to open up the phone lines through uh, Facebook Messenger where people can ask me direct questions. But I do this um, once okay. a Yes, I do this once a month in order to uh, raise funds for our film project. Okay. Yep. So I want people to do that. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I come before you as humble as I know how, Lord. Thank you again, Lord Jesus, for this opportunity, Lord, to use this uh, new technology wisely, Lord. Heavenly Father, just bless me, Lord Jesus. I've been on Facebook. I've been on Facebook for 18 years, God, doing my best, Lord, to move this organization from behind the computer. You know my heart, Lord. Just the, Lord, all these people, Lord, one I have 1,500. Um, I don't know the exact number, but I know it's. Around there, but please, Lord, just touch the hearts and minds, Lord, the people that's on my friends list, Lord Jesus, to um, have them, Lord Jesus, to purchase my revised book, Lord, uh, let them um, invest, Lord, in our film project, Heavenly Father, so that way, Lord, we can move this Christian business, Lord, from behind a computer, starting in the city of Chicago, Lord. Please allow that to happen. In my lifetime, Lord. Oh, Lord, I keep running across a lot of people, Lord Jesus, just giving lip service, Lord. And I, I understand, Lord, once this organization is up and running, everybody's going to 